At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Zettenberg here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Well, NBA had two blowouts here on Tuesday night. You didn't really have to watch much. No spread drama whatsoever. Heat a 120-85 to victory over the 76ers. Just a ugh. Uh, just not much you can say about this one. Uh, James Harden did nothing, right? Finished with 14 points, 5 of 13 shooting. Joel Embiid, 17 points. Tobias Harris, 12. Joel Embiid at one point, man, he he took a shot to the face, and I, a lot of people were nervous. I was nervous as well. But you never felt that the Heat, that the, that the Sixers were in this game. It was a blowout in the first quarter. The under came in easily. Well, not easily. There was a little drama there. But under came in. The heat cashed easily. And now you just wonder, as this series has gone um, in favor of the home teams, much like the Suns Mavericks, it has been a similar case. And the old cliche, A series doesn't begin until a team loses a home game. And so I guess we don't have a series just yet. But I find it hard to imagine that after this performance, now I'm going to get a 76er bounce back in game six. And yeah, I know. It's like, whatever. Forget about this game. Put it behind you and then then go on and, and play the next game at home. But it just feels like the... The, the James Harden performance that we got in, what was that, game four? It just feels like that was the outlier. That's not what we can expect to see from James Harden. The 31 points, shooting uh, 6 of 10 from beyond the arc, that's an outlier. His game here... On Tuesday night, more indicative of what we've seen pretty much the entire playoffs. Here's James Harden's outputs. Ready? He got 22 and, and, and field goal percentage as well. Let's just keep in mind on that, okay? Uh, starting with the Toronto series, 22 on 35. I'm rounding down. 
22 on 35%, 14 on 33%, 19 on 53%. So that was a good shooting day, but he only had 19 points. 22 on 29%, 15 on 36%, 22 on 59%. Again, good shooting, but only 22 points. 16, then we go to this series against Miami. 16 points on 38%, 20 points on 40%, 17 points on 36%. 31 points on 44.4%. That's the outlier game. The 31 points. And then 14 points back to 38%. So what you're getting from James Harden is you're getting an average of, what, 15 points? On 38% shooting? From the field? I don't think we're going to see the game for James Harden again. And I know people are like, he's playing for a contract. And? Don't you think that he would ball out every single game if that were the case? I I think that there's a little bit of a, I don't want to call it a handshake agreement, but I think there's something in place already where Dallin Moore is like, yeah, we're going to pick up your player option. Don't worry. Because if not, well... He ain't uh, he ain't worth the money that he's getting or thinks he's getting. And for Joel Embiid, I, 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 he was hurt, and he looked hurt. And I just wonder what type of effort you get from this team now in game six. But even if they win, I don't see them winning the next two games. I know that they've won two straight in this series before, Just don't see them winning at home and then having to come back to Miami and win again in Miami. I just love what the Heat did here in this game. Playing without Kyle Lowry didn't matter. Jimmy Butler, who's been incredible this series, he didn't even have a monster performance like he's been having. 23 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. P.J. Tucker, 10 10, uh, points. Bam Adebayo was kind of like mediocre as well, just 12 points. Only six boards. You know, they just got contributions from, from other places. Tyler Hero had only 10. Oladipo had 13 points. And so really, you know, uh, I'm looking at this this team, and prior to this game, the market was telling us that the Sixers were maybe slightly better. I think that was an overreaction to those two games because after games one and two, You know, it's like I feel the same way now that I felt after games one and two, which is that Miami's the better team. And the spread in this game, where it moved from heat minus three to six or to heat minus two and a half, was telling us that these teams are equal and Philly is slightly better. And with the spread now, looking at game number six, being only Sixers minus two, that's that's the market telling us that the Heat are the better team. And I think the better team closes it out. And for the Suns, who blew out the Mavericks, this is just, hey, nice try, Dallas. Nice two games at home. Perfect situational spot. And and the Heat and the, and the Suns were both in the situational spot, right? The, the quote-unquote better team that just lost two straight games, now playing at home. That's a great situational spot for both of these favorites, and they both dominated. And home teams have done really well, especially this round 
in the playoffs. But I think that moving forward to the game sixes, that's where both the road teams will close out the series. I don't think we're going to get a seventh game in either of these series. You got two games coming up here now on Wednesday. The Bucks and Celtics, who are tied at two games apiece, and the Warriors-Grizzlies, the Warriors are looking to close it out against Memphis. I do think the Warriors close this thing out. No John Morant is huge. And we talked to Jessica Benson from the Grizzlies on yesterday's program, and we talked about the possibility of Jot returning or not returning. And she thought that she would be shocked if he was, you know, medically cleared and couldn't and didn't play. Um, But we obviously didn't know the severity of the injury. When you hear bone bruise, you don't exactly think it's going to be that severe. And I'm not going to question pain tolerance, but I don't know if he could hurt it further. I don't know if this is the doctors saying he can't play or if this is him or the team saying he can't play. And is this the team? And this is, the, this is what, I, what I'm wondering, what the negative effects are on the rest of the team. Like, is him not playing... You know, is this sending a message to the other players on the team? Is it them saying, hey, this series is over, this season is over, we're not going to run the risk of Ja injuring himself further for a chance at us trying to do something that only 13 teams in NBA history have done, which is come back and win a series down three games to one. And I know it sounds crazy, but if this was a 2-2 series, I wonder if he plays. I know you're saying, well, that doesn't... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare makes sense because it's like hey with a 2-2 series you got a cushion you could lose a game and with a 3-1 it's you know winner of the season's over so don't you think he would play in the do-or-die elimination game? While, yes, that makes sense on the surface, I'm trying to go a little deeper here and think that at 2-2, with having home court advantage, because you have games number five and seven at home, at 2-2, you feel like you can win this series. At 3-1... You don't. And so if you're basing your decision on John Morant's future health, 
you don't push him in a series you don't think you can win. You push him when you think you can win. And maybe him not playing has mentally and you know psychologically a negative impact on the rest of the team. Because also, I think these players who took the floor in game four without him had the mentality of, and I'm sure that's what he was telling his team and the coaching staff and whatnot, like, hey, we can win without Ja. We've done it 20 times in the regular season. And if we win this game, we are tied 2-2, and then we return home, and then we get Ja back. Woo, we got this series. Now you lose. Now you're down 3-1. Now you find out Ja ain't coming back. I just don't see the Grizzlies winning this game. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll be joined by our very own Wes Reynolds, who you catch all across the network here at VSIN. Read his stuff in Point Spread Weekly as well. Get his thoughts on what's been going on here, as well as some picks for this weekend's Byron Nelson Championship. Yeah, talk a little golf as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead. Don't forget you can follow us all on Twitter at Live here on the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers, cold hard catch. Cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot and a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better, 21 and over. Only to only terms and conditions and other eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We gave you some uh, pitch picks earlier with our guest, uh, Brad Thomas. What is he? Uh, uh, Chelsea team total over and Everton as well on the uh, money line. So check those out for Premier League action. All the action on the pitch. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN. Joining us now, our very own. You catch them all across the network and the host of Long Shots as well. He is Wes Reynolds. And Wes, I want to start in the NBA and talk about what we've seen in the playoffs here. Uh, after two blowouts in game fives, the Heat over the Sixers, Suns over the Mavericks, looking ahead to those game sixes, any chance that either the the Sixers or the Mavericks force a game seven? I think there's a chance that the Sixers do, Scott, and thanks for having me on, but I think what we saw earlier tonight, game five unders in the NBA playoffs are are really coming in, and you saw it in the first round, and you saw it again tonight. You don't really see it in the NHL playoffs, though, because (laughs) none of those game fives went the the under tonight. It's just, it's it's amazing. It's a brave new world in the NHL. I remember just only a few years ago where you could get totals five juice to the under. 
now you'll never see those again because they're like all six, six and a half and whatnot. And you really got to be gutsy to bet an under right now in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But in the NBA playoffs, they've been coming through. Uh, the Sixers, a uh, little bit close for comfort if you bet the under tonight. But the Phoenix-Dallas easily goes under the total. So we've got a couple other game fives tomorrow looking at Boston-Milwaukee where we finally got an over in game four because Boston really shot well from the three. And an unlikely source, Al Horford, really went off on offense. who's kind of always the adult in the room but not a guy you really count on for a lot of offense. And he gave it to Boston in game four. So we're starting to see that total get bent to the over. I mean, I'm even seeing a 215 out there in the market, mostly 214 and a half. So, I mean, I guess sometimes the short-term trend can be your friend and maybe be looking to the under there. And for Golden State Memphis, I think if you like Memphis, you're going to like the over a little bit more because, the Warriors, I think, have done better when the pace is actually a little bit slower. You would think the opposite, but I think if you like the Warriors tomorrow laying the four, you're going to like the under at 219. If you like the Grizz, you'll like the over. Well, what I'm concerned with about the total in that game is that the Warriors just shot so poorly, and they've been shooting badly, and I don't think that that continues. And if the Warriors have a typical Warriors shooting night and they get back to what they're normally accustomed to doing well this might be like the score of game three which was 142 to 112 yeah you would think so because uh and look i've been looking at a recent theme if you look at the playoffs uh when the warriors have been winning and covering all the pace ratings have been below 97 when the pace gets above that when it gets above 100 yeah they're three and two they've won three of those five games but they've been one and four ats uh but to your point, you, you know, you can always get a Warriors explosion like you did on Saturday, but it, it was bad shooting from both sides, 9 of 35, 9 of 37. So I'm interested to see tomorrow morning how this betting pattern is going to be. If you're going to see money toward the over, at least it's on the opener, which was 219 and a half, you're seeing a little bit of under money. Do you think John Morant being out affects the team uh, psychologically, because I've been trying to handicap this perspective, and, and tell me if you agree with me. I think that, yeah, we could talk about how the Grizzlies have played without him. I think that in that one game, in game four, you can get up as one of these other players thinking, hey, we win this game, it's a 2-2 series, Jaws coming back, we have home court advantage, we can win. Now you're down 3-1, and you find out that Jaws not coming back I just think mentally it's going to affect the Grizzlies players. Yeah, you would think so. I, I mean, I really think that that was kind of Memphis' shot, to be honest with you, to really stay in the series and to take this the full distance. And I got to think that they're a little bit discouraged. And look, uh, if you look at the numbers throughout the regular season, Memphis was 20-5 and five without John Morant on the floor. And they were actually better on defense yep. according to the numbers. I think it was 106.9 points per 100 possessions uh, against their opponents. I know JBT does a really good job at Beeson.com writing those numbers and really going through, you know, the cleaning the glass and all that stuff in non-garbage time minutes. But so you would kind of think, okay, that's an anomaly. But that was a 25-game sample size in the regular season. But, yeah. 
I think these guys are dispirited. I think Golden State probably puts a wrap on this tomorrow. Yeah, I would have to think that as well. Uh, any, have, how's your early baseball season been going? What have you, uh, have you been playing a lot of baseball or are you waiting until the NBA playoffs die down? I've been playing a little bit more. Usually that first month, it's a little bit of a crapshoot for me because one of the ways I handicap baseball, I use a lot, you know, more pitcher bias maybe than hitter bias because I want to see after these guys have gotten through the rotation, the starters about three or four times, then I have some data to go on. Then I can kind of see, okay, is the guy's velocity down or comparing their ERA versus their exit, their fielding independent pitching. And usually if I see a disparity where I see a better exit than I see an ERA, that's usually a team that I, our pitcher I think is going to have positive regression. So I bet on that a little bit accordingly. I do believe eventually we're going to get, you know, kind of the opposite effect of what we've seen early in the season, because we see these unders simply a lot of reason is because of cold temperatures. But then when it kind of heats up around June in the Northeast and in the Midwest, you start to see the ball go out of the ballpark a little bit more. We haven't really been seeing it all season, depending on what you think that they're doing or not doing to the baseball. So yeah, we're going to see it turn around a little bit. Obviously, unders have been very good to start the season. Talk to me about the AT&T Byron Nelson. What do we need to know about this course in this tournament? Yeah, it's going to be uh, probably pretty low scoring. Maybe 25 unders not going to win like it did last year. But uh, it's in Dallas. It's a good field. Seven of the top 13 in the OWGR are in this field. A lot of PGA Tour players live in Dallas including one that headed the top of my card. I did bet Will Zalatoris this week, 23-1. to 1. He lives in Plano, nearby Dallas. Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler also live in Dallas, but I'm not going to bet them. I think Zalatoris still has the urgency. I know a lot of these guys are looking ahead to the PGA, but this is a guy that played this course at Craig Ranch as a 12-year-old junior golfer and still looking for that first PGA Tour win. Almost had it earlier this year. He's had a couple looks at it. I think there's a chance he could get it done this week. So I did play Zalatoris 23 to one. I'll be on it with you because uh, I like betting him and Shane Lowry until one of them gets a win for me. So uh, <laughs> if one's in it or one's not, I'll take the other guy. Who else are you playing this weekend? Uh, Hideki Matsuyama 34 to one. He's had some injuries, but this is a big number for a guy that's won three times in his last 23 starts. Uh, very good in the stat categories like approach birdie or better game this week. Tommy Fleetwood, 50 to one, starting to come around with his irons. Hasn't won since late 2019. I also bet him for the PGA at Circus Sports at 95 to one. Johnny Vegas, uh, 55 to one. Texas resident has been playing great as of late. Adam Hadwin, 55 to one. Aaron Wise, 55 to one. And then a couple long bombs. Keith Mitchell at 80 to one. I think this is a course where you can kind of let it rip off the tee, Scott. Uh, very wide fairways. 7,450 plus yards. So if you let it rip off the tee, you could do very well here. And then Dylan Fratelli, 130 to one, a University of Texas player, resides in Austin. Went really well last time they were in Texas at San Antonio the week before the Masters. 130 to one, I think, is a very fair price. Do you uh, look at the results in this tournament as part of your handicap for the PGA next weekend? Yeah, it'll depend. I think the PGA is going to play more difficult at Southern Hills because. They were supposed to have the PGA actually at Bedminster at the uh, Trump National Course, which got moved for a variety of reasons. We don't need to go into that. But 
that it was supposed to be that after the uh, event last week in D.C., so it was going to play kind of more of a facsimile a little bit leading into the major. This is going to be a lot more low scoring than we're going to see next week. Wes, I appreciate the time and the conversation, and uh, let's go Zalatoris. <laughs> you bet, Scott. Thanks for having me, man. There he is, our very own Wes Reynolds. And we will check in with Wes, too, uh, when we get closer to the Indy 500. Uh, Wes grew up around the track there, and he is uh, goes to the Indy 500 pretty much every single year. So we'll get uh, some good stuff there for that race, which is coming up uh, Memorial Day weekend, right? So we'll get uh, with Wes as we get closer to that race. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Let's take a look at the Major League Baseball board coming up here for Wednesday. We got some early games. Do we have some action on the early games? We'll find out. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now till the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including. Adam Burke's Daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, and Wanted to uh, take a look at the board here coming up in Major League Baseball for Wednesday. And we got some early games. So let's just run through the board here, and then we'll go uh, into each game and think about what we like here. Uh, I got, let's see, if we got to get see if there's an updated line on this. No, there is not. So let's just run through this. Dodgers and Pirates uh, will be the first game of the day. It's 1235 Eastern time from Pittsburgh. Uh Looks like Dylan Peters is going to get the start for Pittsburgh. No line on this game. It looks like, uh, uh, I don't know, um, Ryan Pepiat, uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, is going to get the start for the Dodgers. So no line on this one just yet. Adrian Hauser goes from Milwaukee against Vladimir Gutierrez as the Brewers take on the Reds at 1235 Eastern time. Milwaukee minus 200. Blue Jays and Yankees from the Bronx also at 12.35 Eastern time. And uh, it's Jose Barrios against Jamison Tyone. And the Yankees are minus 145. At uh, a little bit later on, about 2 o'clock Eastern time, right? 11, 12, 1, 2 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, you get the Guardians and the White Sox from Chi-Town. Vince Velasquez against Aaron Savali. And uh, Chicago is minus 145. Might look at the over in that one. Total is 8.5. Marlins and Diamondbacks from Arizona. Merrill Kelly against Sandy Alcantara. 
and uh, Arizona is minus 115. You got the Phillies and the Mariners from Seattle. Bailey Falter gets to start for the Phillies. Logan Gilbert for Seattle. No line on this game just yet. Rockies and Giants. Chad Cool against Alex Cobb. San Francisco minus 215. Might have some value there on Chad Cool. Uh, Cubs against the Padres. No line yet as the Cubs haven't announced a pitcher. Nick Martinez is going to go for the Padres. Mets will take on the Nationals. Tyler McGill against Aaron Sanchez, and the Mets are minus 180. Probably look to back the Mets here, maybe in the first five uh, with McGill on the hill. Hey, that run. The Rays take on the Angels. Shane McClanahan, Shohei Otani, Angels minus 125. uh, As they look to, uh, you know, the Rays look to bounce back after the Angels pitch the no-hitter here on uh, Tuesday. We'll get back into this game in just a couple minutes here. Uh, A's take on the Tigers. Zach Logue against Joey Wentz. Detroit is minus 125. Red Sox at the Braves. Nathan Yavaldi against Ian Anderson. Braves minus 130. Astros twins from Minnesota. Jose Urquidy against Chris Archer. And the Astros are minus 125. Orioles at the Cardinals. St. Louis minus 215. Miles Michaelis on the hill against Spencer Watkins. Uh, definite, definite pitching advantage for the Cardinals there. Maybe look towards the under. Uh, Royals and Rangers, no line just yet. No pitcher announced for the Royals. Matt Bush will go for the Texas Rangers. All right. Let's take a look at the Angels here for a second. Reed Detmers throws a no-hitter. Congratulations. Incredible. First solo no-hitter this season because the Mets had a no-hitter uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and it was a combined no hitter. So it's the first solo no hitter of the season, and it is now uh, the second no hitter of 2022. We had nine no hitters last season Joe Musgrove of the Padres, Carlos Rodon of the White Sox, John Means of the Orioles, Wade Miley of the Reds, Spencer Turnbull of the Tigers, Corey Kluber of the Yankees. Then a combined no-hitter by the Chicago Cubs, led by Zach Davies, who threw six innings. Uh, Tyler Gilbert for the Diamondbacks threw a no-no. And then a combined no-hitter uh, led by uh, for the Brewers, led by Corbin Burns, who threw eight no-hit innings. So, I went and looked back at how each team did in the day after their no-hitter. I'm curious because I want to know if there is a no-hitter hangover and also if there's a bounce-back effect from the team that just got no-hit, but more so the no-hitter hangover. You know, are you out celebrating? That's a real thing. I'm not just saying that to be funny or quirky. Like, are you out celebrating? Is it a, a, a lazy day the following day? I don't know. But this is what I found out. The last 10 no-hitters, and I just gave you those teams, right? Mets this year, and then counting backwards, right? Mets, Brewers, Diamondbacks, Cubs, Yankees, Tigers, Reds, Orioles, White Sox, Padres. Going back to last season, the last 10 no-hitters, the following game. 
Mets lost to the Phillies 4-1. Brewers beat the Indians 11-1. Diamondbacks lost 8-2. Cubs lost 6-2. Yankees won 2-0. The Tigers won 6-2. The Reds lost 9-2. The O's lost 6-2. The White Sox lost 4-2. Padres won 7-4. In 10 games, 10 no-hitters, okay? The last 10 no-hitters, the team after day after is 4 and 6 with a average runs scored of 3.7. These numbers are skewed by the 11 run outburst from the Indian or from the uh what was it the um the Brewers against the Indians. So the Brewers on September 12th last season beat the Indians 11 to 1. And in that game, just want to see if the runs came early or late or whatnot. In that game, oh yeah, they jumped on them from the from the get-go. As they got uh yeah. They have one run in the first inning, three in the second, three in the third, then they added three in the eighth inning. Uh, and one, one in the sixth, three in the eighth. But anyway, if you take that game out, it's three and six with an average run scored of 2.8, only 26 runs scored total. So that 11-run outburst kind of skews the total a little bit because, look, uh, Mets only scored one run. Diamondbacks scored two. Cubs scored two. Yankees scored two. Reds scored two. Orioles scored two. White Sox scored two. The Padres did score seven. The Tigers did score six. And the Brewers scored 11. So only three of those games, only three of those 10, had run productions over two runs. Only three of the 10. Shohei Otani goes tomorrow for the Angels. And it's hard to bet against the Angels when Otani's pitching, right? He's he's great. But Shane McClanahan's going for the Rays. You give me the Rays ace on the hill at plus money when I get the Angels on a no-hitter hangover, possibly? I know they've lost two straight. Or three straight, because they lost the last game of the series to the Mariners. But I am going to fade the Angels after the no-no. And I will bet on the Tampa Bay Rays to get this victory behind Shane McClanahan. Now, I don't know if I'm going to... Do I do it for the full game? Do I do it in the F5? Angels' bullpen is rested, right? They didn't have to pitch in this game. But for the most part, so is the Rays, because... Kevin Cash decided to go with a position player in the eighth inning, which is why this game got out of hand. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I think I'm going to be on the race, and I'm going to fade the Angels here. A little no-hitter hangover, plus I get McClanahan on the hill, which is always a good pitcher to back. To back. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Uh, I will go through the rest of the – we'll break down some of the rest of these games coming up next, see if we can finalize some best bets. 
This is The Look Ahead. Hit me up on Twitter, at Scott's On Air, or at VSIN Live. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Winning never looked better. Make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday with the H&M Wear That Feeling Prediction Series. Enter three pools and compete for your share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash HM now to get in on the action. H&M, to make everyone look and feel good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. I feel like we should put together like a montage of some of my like great reads. You ever see that video? It's on YouTube of Joe Buck doing all of the promo reads during the World Series for all of the Fox TV shows that have failed and were canceled. And it's, it's hilarious because they're like shows that you've never even heard of. Some of them you probably have, but they're like the funniest concepts ever. And it's just a montage of coming out of commercial break. And it's just Joe Buck every time, like with the World Series. And he's like, coming up this Thursday, it's microphone stand. Have you ever tried to talk but couldn't hear your voice? Speak louder into the microphone stand. Thursdays on Fox. (laughs) And it's just a bunch of those with crazy TV shows and things that you've never even heard of. So, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, all right, we're back here. Uh, You know, it's the World Series and uh, catch cell phone every Tuesday. You no one loves talking on their phone better than you. Cell phones every Tuesday. So, yeah, very, very funny. We should do something with my reads to make fun of me that way. Let's take a look at the Major League Baseball board, uh, kind of handicap some of these games. There is no getaway day sweep spots here on Wednesday. All of the day games either are situations where the teams have split or in the case of, like, the Marlins are looking to avoid a sweep of the Diamondbacks, but Arizona doesn't go anywhere. So Arizona stays home for their next series. Plus, like, Merrill Kelly's on the hill. But also, it's Sandy Alcantara. So, that's going to be just a really good game uh, either way. I might actually look at a first five under. I know it's going to be low. It's going to be like three and a half. But between Merrill Kelly and Sandy Alcantara, that might be the the place to look. Uh, The other situation is the Yankees are in a getaway spot. But they only played just one game. It's like a quick two-game series. And I don't count those as, you know, looking for a sweep. I'm talking about three-game sweeps is what I apply towards my getaway system here. Uh, but the Blue Jays uh, will send Jose Barrios to the hill against... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Jameson, Tyone, and, and the Yankees are just on a different level right now. Really. I mean, their pitching has been incredible this season. Uh, for the Blue Jays and for Burrios, um, he has got a very, very bad barrel rate this season. And his exit uh, uh, hard hit percentage is 49.5%. He has not had the season that uh, they had hoped to get out of him since acquiring him last year. Uh, Jamison Tyone, meanwhile, not that high of a barrel percentage. His hard hit percentage is much lower at 35. Honestly, the pitching edge goes to the Yankees here. And they're minus 145. And I, I kind of like it. This team is just, they're they're so good. They are so good. Um, taking a look at the, the, the bullpen usage from this game. Yeah, it was a walk-off. Judge got it in the uh, ninth inning. They used Castro, Loizaga, Chad Green, and Peralta. So... They did not use um, Araldis Chapman, so that's a good sign. And they also did not use Clay Holmes, who is becoming the best reliever in all of baseball, along with Araldis Chapman. Clay Holmes this season for the Yankees has thrown, let's see, 14 and two-thirds innings. He has struck out 15. He's only allowed 10 hits and one run. This guy is just on another level right now. And Araldis Chapman, this season, has thrown 12, uh, 10 and a third innings pitched. He has struck out 11. He has not allowed a run. He's appeared in 12 games, and he has not allowed a run yet. So the Yankees' two best arms out of the bullpen are available for this game against the Blue Jays. You give me the starting pitching edge slightly with Jamison Tyone against Jose Barrios. You give me that Yankee lineup at home, and I got Clay Holmes. And are all the Chapman available out of the bullpen to protect the lead? Yeah, I'm starting to think the Yankees are the play here. Uh, Aaron Savalli and Vince Velasquez. This is a spot, for, and I'm talking about the White Sox here, against the uh, Guardians. This total is at 8.5. And, a half. and it, I, I think this should be 9, maybe. For Vince Velasquez, he gets hit. His barrel rate is so high, 48.5 hard hit percentage, um, exit velo average 92. For Savale with the Guardians, he has um, also pitched to a 9.1% barrel percentage rate. His hard hit is 41.8. His exit velo is at 91. So you got two guys that get barreled up a lot. Um, In terms of their expected numbers here, 
let's just see if we get some uh, some negative expected numbers because uh, on the surface, I want to fade both of these starting pitchers. Uh, for Savali, let's see, where's he at? He's at a 356 uh, XWOBA, uh, which is the quality of contact plus strikeouts and walks. Um, the ERA is expected. ERA is actually, uh, his ERA is 9.45, so bad. Um, batting average a little bit lower. His expected batting average a little bit lower than his uh, uh, current batting average, but still not good numbers. And for Velasquez, yeah, oof, it's even worse. This dude is one of the, he's a bad, he's bad. He gets hit a lot. Yeah, honestly, between both of these teams, it's, it's, it's both of these pitchers, really, that I'm fading. And I'm probably going to, I'd like to go over. In fact, I might consider a first five over between the White Sox and the Guardians. It's at eight and a half, so you're probably going to get four and a half for a first five over. I, I Usually with an over, I don't like doing that. I like to give myself the cushion of like, hey, bullpen could blow it. Like today, I had the over in the Brewers and the Reds. If I would have done the over in the first five, it wouldn't have hit. But more at-bats, the more times you see a pitcher, the better. So I think this over eight and a half might be the way to play here. Um, I mean, just, I'm just taking down my notes here. So what I say? I said Yankees possibly, the over in the Guardians game. Uh, we're going to fade the, the uh, Angels by going with the Rays most likely. Let's see. Marlins and Diamondbacks could be an under. Um they went over today, which is crazy because the Marlins at home have been just an under machine. This season, uh, the Marlins, let's see, the Marlins, at, uh, excuse me, the uh, Diamondbacks at home this year, 19-11-1 to the under. Right? As the home team, they are... I'm sorry. As the home team, the Diamondbacks are 13-3-1 to the under. 13-3-1 to the under. And that's including the over that happened on Tuesday. And on the road, Miami is 12-5 to the under. And that includes the over that happened here on Tuesday. I get two elite starting pitchers in Merrill Kelly and Sandy Alcantara. I might have to go under. Um, it, it, it's low. It's at seven. They're daring you to take the over. But, man, I, this could be a 3-2. This could be a 3-2 game at the most. I, I might consider an under first five. It's going to be three and a half, which I don't like, but I can't see either of these starting pitchers giving up two runs in the first five innings. So that might be something to certainly uh, take a look at. Hey, coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Jeff Seeley, golf handicapper, will join the program at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, the host of Hardwood Handicappers and The Edge, will join the program at 9 a.m. And then uh, Jason Shapiro, Little Red Feather Racing partner, will join at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. It's all coming up this morning on Follow the Money. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. I will tweet out when the baseball card has been finalized and it is available to look at up on vcin.com. Just click on Daily Best Bets from Hosts 
under the quick links section on the homepage. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.